Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 It's not Classic FM, it's the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Paul Cooney in Glasgow, in the Gobbles, just a couple of miles away from Celtic Park, where in a couple of hours, Atletico Madrid will be in town. They're here for the game with the Scottish champion Celtic. And with us, a couple of champions, Leanne Crichton. Leanne, great to see you. Ready for tonight? Absolutely, Paul. Always ready, yeah, for Champions League football. How much do you love that music? That's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's just got a right feel about it. I'm sure the rest of Glasgow and... The rest of Europe will be enjoying it tonight. Peter Grant, you've played many times in the European Cup. In fact, you played against Atletico Madrid, I remember, in the mid middle to late 80s. How are you feeling about this game tonight with them back in town? Oh, very tough, Paul. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I watched Madrid a couple of weeks ago against uh, Real Madrid and they were brilliant. You know, they're really good, be top quality players. This is a massive test. There is absolutely no getting away from that. Um, we always say about the home forum so important. Celtic will have to beat their best, take every chance they possibly get and they'll have to defend exceptionally well because they're, they're playing against top quality players here, let's not kid ourselves. But this is what you want to be involved in. If you're a manager or a player, these are the, the ties you want to be involved in. We talked about it last year, it was brilliant when both the Glasgow teams were in the, the Champions League. This is what you want all the time and can buy Celtic Park tonight, it was fantastic watching it, you know, seeing all the punters turning up early, the excitement. It Already? Goes a lot. Yeah, 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 of course, of course, that's always the case. And you just wish you were part of it as in playing. You know, when you drive up there tonight, it must be feeling brilliant, you're just seeing the music to go along yeah. with it, wow. What you're a special occasion. You're in your 50s now. I don't think you would be considered by Brendan Rodgers at the moment, Peter. No, but I don't know. it never goes away from you, does it? Hey, yeah. No, no. You know, you just wish. Yeah. You know, that's the closest you can get is talking about it. Yeah. You know, but you just wish you were walking into that dressing room to pull the jersey on to go and play. Because these are the occasions you see. You work so hard to win the league. The most important thing in Scotland is to win the league so you get the opportunity to play in the arenas like this tonight against the very, very best players. Nothing like it, Leanne, is there? The big boys, girls coming to town tonight. It's Atletico Madrid. We know the history. Do you think that's going to affect the Celtic players tonight? The fact that they're going to wear a jersey similar to the one in 1974, which was, I know it was before you were born, was <laughs> the ultimate game of shame. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think that would come into to force tonight. Um, but it's a huge occasion. Brilliant team, massive team and Celtic will embrace it. I think when the fixtures came out and the group was drawn, this was probably the, the marquee one. Um, I'm sure a lot of the Celtic supporters are, are looking forward to travelling to Madrid, but I don't think anything beats a home game in the Champions League. And I'm sure Peter can account for that, whether he's played in big games like this or he sat at Celtic Park in front of the, the crowd. It's electrifying. You know, As soon as the players come into the tunnel and the music comes on and they start to make their way onto the pitch, I don't think there's an, an atmosphere quite like it. Well, it's interesting, Paul, because I was at the game in 74, and I was in the, the the Rangers end at that particular well, yeah, time. Yeah. And I was crying because there was that much of a crowd there. 
And then obviously, obviously the fighting was going on. Yeah. Well, fighting, tackling supposed to be, but I'm saying fighting. And it was unbelievable to sit there and watch as a young man, you know, and it always sat in my head, you know, you, you just wondered, is this what football's all about? Is that the worst you've ever seen? They've three players yes. sent off in how many boots? Yeah, yeah, but it was really weird because I'd never really seen a game like that. I never mind anything else because obviously Celtic with some wonderful world-class players and Jimmy Johnson and obviously he was targeted, but every player was targeted. Yeah. And Celtic, that team could look after themselves as well, yeah. you know, and it was a tough team. And then years later, uh, we played them over there and we played them in the European Cup yeah. uh, when champions were champions. Yeah. And we drew 1-1. Uh, Mo scored for a Davy Proven cross. Uh, and we played exceptionally well and should have won the game. That was over there? Yeah. And then we yeah. came back to Glasgow and we had to play behind closed doors oh, with no supporters. Because it was the year after Rapid, yeah, Rapid Vienna. Vienna. So yeah. we had that game behind closed doors and it was that was totally bizarre. We hit the bar and then Atletico got up and score. And then, it's funny, on both occasions, 74 and I can't remember if that was 85, 86 and it, they got to the final in both years you know and I think I can't remember how they got on in the year they beat us but they were two years that when I talked to the senior players like Danny and Bigaroy and all that they were the two years that they we felt that we could go far in Europe and both of them won the Rapid Vienna fiasco they got to the final and got beat with Everton and Atletico either won it or get beaten in the final so both teams yeah. got to the final so a lot of memories there, but listen, nobody will remember that. Half of the crowd yeah. won't even for, for remember half of the Celtic yeah. players never made Atletico players. So wearing a jersey makes no difference whatsoever. But it's a matter of getting out of the you, does it? No, 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 just not at all. You never played against the jersey, you're only concerned about the jersey you were in. You're more worried about Maratta or Griezmann. Yeah, See the hat trick at the weekend, Leanne. It's going to be some game tonight. It will be, although I watched the highlights of that game and actually thought they were lucky at points out of Vigo. Had a number of chances, even at 1-0. Um, it took for the, the sending off and the penalty for the opening goal. Then they, they play against 10 players for the best part of 60 minutes. So, um, But Griezmann's quality. Yeah, quality player and they've got numerous among the ranks. So they'll have you know a bit between their teeth, I'm sure, coming to Glasgow. Maybe they've hyped it up at their end with the, the red jersey in 1974 and... <laughs> and everything else but the reality is they've got quality um, and regardless of who starts Celtic will be up against a top starting 11 If you're off to the match why not give us a call 0808 17 17 700 and you can speak to Peter Grant and Leanne Crichton Brendan Rogers in front of the media last night ahead of the game it spoke about a number of things including needing a bit of luck in this tournament Yeah that is one factor I think if you look over the course of numbers of years if you're not winning then it's a little bit more than that you know but but certainly we, we do everything we, we possibly can to create our own luck. There's many factors. It's, but like I said, we can be pleased with the performance level. And I think that's always the start point for me. You know, if you can perform well, then that is always going to give you a, a greater chance to, uh, uh, to win games. And I think that uh, if we can get in and perform well tomorrow. We know the task. It's a, it's a fantastic team that we're playing against, one of the, the best in the world. But as I've said before, we don't have to be the best team in the world to win. You know, we just need to to educate our pressure, play well. You have to ride your luck a little bit as well. But hopefully, everything all combined with the supporters, we can have a great night, and uh, and certainly we'll be given everything to to get the result we want. Peter, what do you take from that? It's exactly what we're told every time we pull the jersey on in European nights, Paul. You can take anyone on at Celtic Park. There is absolutely no doubt of that. Brendan's right in the respect of they're a top quality side with top quality players talking about Griezmann and whatever. Griezmann, for me, is world-class because he's performed in the big arenas and done really well. And I'm surprised English teams in the Premiership didn't take him because of his quality. Because he can play in different positions. I know he's been at Barcelona and Atletico Madrid and people will question uh, different things. But he's a top, top quality individual. 
they've got that throughout the team. Yeah. But they've got a team. That's what Simone wants. He's got a team that's desperate not to be beat. They work really, really hard together. You'll not see a, a more team a team that will work any harder than this team. Organisation, everything. So every opportunity you get, and I felt it last year we talked about the Champions League, made this chance before it went 0-0 against Real Madrid just after half-time. They're the bits of fortune you have to take because if you don't, you don't get many of them in the Champions League and that is the difference and that's the bit you have to be spot on with. I think Celtic will be confident though. Probably the performance on Sunday was as close to their best performance of the season, Peter. I don't know if you would agree if you were across the game, but yeah. there was flashes of an Ange Postecoglou side combined with the work of Brendan Rodgers. And I, you know, a lot of Celtic fans I've spoken to since the weekend, they enjoyed it based on that fact. There was more energy, more press, more intensity. The positioning of the fullbacks at certain points coming in the pitch, out the pitch. Just a real variation. Yeah, I think you're right, Leanne, because I think Greg Taylor spoke about it at the start of the season slightly different position mm -hmm. and I watched the games at the start of the season and he was more like a, a left back and it changed a little bit under Angie say playing the, the men's side on Saturday he'd done that exception well the last few weeks he's done that but listening to Brendan Brendan said he'd never changed that it was just the players right. on the pitch he said I never changed anything like that. he was just maybe looking for more like Matt O'Reilly getting forward which has worked mm -hmm. tremendously well getting beyond the strikers and it is slightly different because the team was further up the pitch. Kyogo at that particular time was right on the back end of the shoulder. Now he was asked to drop in a little bit for the midfielders to run beyond. So there's a slight change there. But and everything else, at Celtic Park, you're always asked to play quick. You know, since any team that's played there, move the ball quickly. When you've got a pass forward, pass forward. When the opposition's got the ball, go and get it off them as quickly as you can. And I think you've seen that within them, with the quality. But I think players are coming back. Important players. I look at Carter Vickers at the weekend. I know it was against Hearts and they've won the game comfortably. I thought he was excellent, mm. you know, but the full team were like that and they've moved about. And got, through conferences, and injuries back are so, so important. Yeah, no big injury problems for Celtic tonight. Abada, we know, is out until December and Navrosky's back uh, training, but whether or not he would have been in tonight anyway because of Liam Scales' performance. Somebody you mentioned, Greg Taylor, he's back on form the last few weeks. If indeed he was off it uh, I know he had an injury earlier on what about the Lazio game you know Celtic so close to getting at least a point they thought they had three so what's he learned from that occasion three weeks ago I think it's just the small details uh, spoke about this um, at great length we all have we know that uh, you get punished for um, slight mistakes and equally we want to uh, try and play our football we want to um, get on the ball create as many chances at home so yeah, it'll be about doing the two things. And you mentioned uh, Ange Postacoglu and his style and Brendan Rodgers' style. I think we're playing very similar styles of football with and without the ball. It's a high press in terms of we're trying to get the ball back quickly and when we have the ball, we're trying to hurt teams. So I don't think the styles are drastic. There's that many differences. There'll be small pointers that we'll work on in training, but over a whole, there's not many big changes. Greg Taylor there. Any changes tonight do you expect Peter from the weekend what's your Celtic team? If everybody's football I think it would go with the same again I think Palmo come in for this one you know I think I know he's played in the last few games but I think the last one I was surprised because after the Mullerwell game I thought he'd done really well and I, I thought he was very direct and the thing I'm noticing in the last few weeks when he's played when he cuts inside he's delivering balls in the box or picking a pass you know 
when Yang came in at first he was doing the exact same trick but then he was passing it square and I think there's more balls going in the box you get the midfielders running and it gives you more opportunities and listen you've got to put the ball in the box you've got to do that you've got to make defenders defend you know because then it drops and, and Celtic got a lot of bodies in the yeah. box so these small details are so so important and listen they'll be defending very well so you need to put the ball in behind them quickly because they defend that, that box exceptionally well eight players nine players will be defending that box could that move work which was a brilliant first goal for Celtic against Hearts with the ball through from Palma yep. for O'Reilly and what a finish do you think they'll get that space tonight? I don't know if they'll get the same space in terms yeah. of getting in behind certainly on the, the early part of the game but it might open up because I don't think Atletico come here looking to be perhaps as defensive as we know a Diego Simeone team can be. Yeah. I think they'll come to play. They're the big guns in mm-hmm. town. They'll be expected to win. Um, so whether they underestimate Celtic a little bit and, and they do come out in certain moments, but it's those transitional moments that Greg Taylor's touching on. You might go with a high press, but you might not win it high up. If you win it, in the, if you win it back in the middle of the pitch or in your own defensive third, how quickly you can get from A to B. And Celtic have shown they've got that in their locker. Now, as you say, Peter... Nothing more frustrating as an attacking player if you're in the box or an attacking midfield and you make the run and the ball doesn't come in. Whereas Celtic know now, deliver. They've got quality. They've got midfielders that are hungry and desperate to get on the end of it. Even Hitati have seen much more aggressive yep. in the offensive yep. um, side of his game this season. O'Reilly, we know the goals that he's added. Um, and they've got players coming in, fullbacks that come into the pitch and, and join the attack as well. So there'll be lots of opportunities for Celtic. And I've seen that with Celta Vigo all bar it the, the result yeah. was 3-0 yeah. at the weekend they had big chances against Atletico So what's your team Leanne what would you reckon for the tonight? Same. I don't same. see it changing yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think Palma will start as well as Peter mentioned um, unless Brendan Rodgers has seen something differently in terms of being a bit more defensive but I don't see it not at Celtic Park So the team would be Hart obviously then uh, Alistair Johnson Liam Scales CCV and Greg Taylor O'Reilly McGregor Hatate, Maeda and Palma with Kyogo. Bit more from the manager about the opposition and the game tonight. You're never comfortable. It's 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 an elite level. You it's a competitive field that we're we're playing in. But um but I certainly think that I think for Mouse here the last time the the players equally gave their all. We're just playing against teams that with with the greatest respect that were better than us. And um but this time I think over the course of the two performances, first one, we um Sadly, we're down to nine men, but even then we showed our spirit and, and fight in that game and, and in the first half showed our quality. In the second game, like I said, I thought we deserved to win the game, but we ended up losing it. But like I say, we the, the players will come in very motivated. We know tomorrow the stadium will be on fire. Tomorrow night it will be an amazing atmosphere for us to, to be involved in and, uh, and I can't wait for it. And he spoke also, Peter, about wanting to rewrite his own history at Celtic. He referred to, I mean, when he was praised and they chanted his name, at Tynecastle at the weekend, I think that's the first time you've heard it since he returned in the summer. Yes, and deservedly so. But listen, well, when Ange left, it was a blow, obviously, because he'd done ever so well. But I said right away, the person I would go for was Brendan Rodgers, and I'd like to think I'm as good and clear a Celtic supporter as anyone, you know, in the respect of, and I don't try and hide that fact, because you've got to go to the top draw to replace someone like Ange after the job he did. And I said, the two names I mentioned was Brendan Rodgers and Potter. Because mm-hmm. I thought, that's the Celtic tradition, the way they want to play. And I'm delighted Brendan's done that because he knows it's hard graft. But as I've said many, many times, me as a Celtic supporter, I support Celtic. I, everybody else, as I've said many times, it's the badge on the front you represent all the time. So as long as you give your all when you're there and you don't 
take the mickey while you're there and the respected desperate to get away and all this sort of things everything works out for a reason the supporters are always back you it was the time of the Brendan's leaving at that particular time the fans obviously weren't happy with him that was obviously a deep cut for them but I'm delighted for them and I just hope the team can go and improve and what a better way to do that tonight against a team like this who are the, probably over the last probably six, seven years have been the best defensive team yeah. you know in European football you know it's been very, very difficult to break Listen, Brendan's talking about players and the quality and whatever. There'll not be one of their players under 100 grand a week. Mm-hmm. Not one. The manager's the best paid manager in the world. Yeah. So that tells you what you're up against. Celtic compete with that when it's 11 v 11 on the pitch. That's important as well. You keep everybody on the pitch. But that's all you can compete with. But that tells you the distance there is financially. Because if Celtic could afford players to play players like that, Celtic would be up there with the elite. Yeah. Because they've got the support, mm-hmm. they've got the stadium, they've got everything else that goes with it, but you can't pay that type of money to get the top quality players who give you, when you get that half chance, they take it. And that's what Celtic probably missed in the last few years. Are they as good a team as Real Madrid, who came to town 13 months ago? They battered Real Madrid a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, sure. Absolutely yeah. battered them. You know what I mean? And they were outstanding, outran them, outplayed them, outpassed them. You know, everything. So, so at the moment, do you think they're better than Real Madrid were uh, 13 months ago? I, I I diff- it's sure. difficult to say that, Paul, yeah. because you've got to say they've went 11 games unbeaten. Yeah. You know, and Leanne's made, a very, good, uh, well. Leanne's made yeah. a very good point. They didn't play well the other day yeah. there, mm-hmm. and they won 3-0 because they've got top quality players, <laughs> and that is the yeah. difference. Leanne, you know what I'm thinking as well? How much does the most expensive manager in the world get? I wonder what his wages are. Any there thoughts? There must be a few that are competing yeah. for that now, yeah, especially with the well, money in Saudi Arabia, Arabia as well. Right. Yeah. On, in Europe, in terms, he was on, I think it was mm. over £20 million a yeah. year he's on. Wow. That's and he's like, a longer serving. He is, well, isn't he? He's been there yeah, forever. So, yeah. But you <laughs> think when you're talking about Guardiola and that, yeah. Klopp, once it's won European Cups and European Cups after time after yeah. time mm. and leagues and championships and the Premiership and whatever, that is phenomenal and he's been there I don't know maybe 10 years maybe now something like that 12 now any advance I think he'll be one in advance yeah. <laughs> if he keeps it that no, he's done an, yeah. an unbelievable job sure. um, and he is he's a marquee manager Absolutely. when you look across Europe just his antics as well I think the passion that yeah. he has for the game so but you're right, Peter, they're a top side, top players, top money as well. But Brendan Rodgers touched on that they don't need to be a top side. They, they just need to get their game plan right tonight. And how do you nullify the threats? How do you go toe-to-toe? How do you capitalise on Greg Taylor's talking about the small details? That's what it comes down to. These games, especially for Celtic over the last season and a half in European football, it's been small details. Talking about that chance against Real Madrid. Yeah, Callum McGregor hits the post. Mm-hmm. Does it become a different game if you go and get that goal? The confidence. Um, exactly. And that's yeah. it. And the stadium, the noise and the support and the energy that you feed off of. So. But you're right there, Leanne, because if you go back to the Lazio game, and people have not really mentioned it, remember it was supposed to be given the free kick, we're talking yep. about Greg Taylor, mm-hmm. the referee's not given it, sure. they've broken into that area of the field, but then, then the ball has come back to Carter Vickers as well, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and it's sort of fumbled in amongst these. Yeah. Alistair Johnson goes in an overlap, ready to attack, yeah. Carter Vickers has not got the ball under control, so when the ball comes in at the back yeah. post, what happens? Greg, he's out of position and Matarelli's running back actually yeah. into the full-back area trying to get back in. And I just said prior to it, Pedro scores in all the big games and people are saying, oh, he's 35, 36, whatever. Big I said, games. you look at all the cup finals, all the Europeans, he's the only player that's ever scored in every European final and he'd done it in the one season. So you're always concerned when these players come on. 
Yeah. And you've got to give Lazio credit. They they went to attack that and Pedro got in at the back post the last kick of the game and that is the difference at this level. One chance, isn't it? Absolutely. And and they, they pounce. A bit more from the manager. Yeah, listen, we, we know at this level you have to bring your A game to be a chance of, of getting the result. You know, so... Um, and we can't just give what we normally do in, in normal games. You know, this is a team that's too experienced for that and a manager that's too experienced for that. And the level that they're at, you know, you get world-class players uh, used to winning the biggest prizes. So they know the level and they're really comfortable at the level. So for us, we uh, we, we have to do more to get the result. But we're, we're ready for that. We're, we're in a good place as a, as a team and as a squad and we know we're going to continually improve and hopefully a game like tomorrow night is going to be a, another catalyst for our for our improvement. Diego Simeone speaking to the media last night said about the shirt issue. Look, people can interpret anything they want. The game is about the opposition. Celtic is a tough rival with some really strong players. I really admire the way they play football. It's going to be a tough game. Newspapers get their headlines. What matters to me is the stadium, the history and the crowd. Huge game. Uh, the Champions League and their fans, Celtics fans, will be hoping to get a win. We um, are approaching the game with a lot of enthusiasm and vigour. It's not going to be the same kind of game, is it, now? You wouldn't get away with the things that you did in those days. Is there any danger it could be a really... No, there will be a few guys that can look after themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. is it Jimenez, a big centre-back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He likes the dark arts. Yeah. But listen, we all do. You have to Listen, you have to stand up for yourself. You know, there is absolutely no getting away from that. You have to stand up. You have to fight. You have to battle. You know, you've got to do all the tricks that they do. When you slow it down, you know, people go down. You talk to any of them and they fight for everything. Listen, you'll go very far to try and outwork this team. So every opportunity, as we're saying to you, you'll have to outwork them. You'll have to outfight them. You know their quality. Let's not kid ourselves. If you're Diego Simone sitting there and you're thinking, we've got the better all-round group of players. There is absolutely no doubt of that. We have to play our best still. Because if we drop it a little bit and Celtic play at their best, they're more than capable of beating us over a 90 minutes or a 100 minutes it is nowadays. But they're more than capable of getting the result. And, and who's to say it's not another special occasion at Celtic Park? You know, they've had them many, many years. Maybe not in the last few years, but many, many years many, many times the supporters lift them to get a result. Quick break. Can they turn Celtic Park back into a fortress in Europe? And we're going to talk Rangers as well because they flew out this afternoon to Prague. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! It's Champions League week. Started last night, of course. Then tonight, Celtic up against AC Milan, Europa, oh. AC Madrid. Yeah, I, I was thinking. I was thinking about last night as get well. Rob back, yeah. Rob back. You know, get it wrong. Yeah. Andy Walker will be here tomorrow. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Atletico in town tonight. Rangers tomorrow. So they flew out. They trained this morning. A worry for Rangers. Leanne was Barisic wasn't seen to be training now. That could be that they're resting him. But you heard what the manager said after the game at the weekend about Barisic. I don't know yet what is the situation so we will see and uh, we will see if he will be ready or not I cannot say anything about that we need to make a good examination of that Is that a problem if he's out given that there's no Yilmaz in the European squad? Probably, yep and it leaves you then with Adam Devine and and Ben Davies You just wonder whether they would possibly tweak the system whether it would be something that the new manager would look at would you go to a back three what is it, possibly with, he's, he's not, not in the squad because it could have been him yeah. Yeah. yeah so the two you're without two natural left backs so you're yeah. going to force somebody in it Adam yeah. Devine a big mm. opportunity for him and he certainly has come in at certain moments he's just not been used 
an awful lot recently. Ben Davies possibly, but you're not really getting the same type of player that you're putting in if you lose Barisic so it might be a tweak to the system but I guess time will tell I've seen players that don't train Barisic has perhaps been rested and if you can get 60 minutes out of him tomorrow night maybe they would do that but on that Philip Clement did speak about the injuries at Rangers and looking to try and rectify that and change that and get players back fit and that they need to do a better job with keeping players fit and available so well he was last like like last time wasn't he? Yeah, he went away then a national yeah, game. That's right, you know yeah. what I mean. So let's not yeah. kid ourselves. You never know with sure. this guy. You know what I mean, and that's the problem. Mm. If you're a manager, you're going to be scratching your head and saying, "Well, is he fit or is he not yeah. fit?" Because he comes off in the Celtic Rangers match, and then all of a sudden sure. he's away the international football. You know what I mean? I, I just think it's absolutely cuckoo, and it's maybe something like that that's come back to haunt him over the period of time, and that and that's what drives a manager mad. You know, yeah. when you're sure. you're getting that, and it's it's just coming in, and you're thinking, get a wee bit of balance, you know. What did you make of Rangers at the weekend? The start for the new manager could hardly have been better, Leanne. Good start. Um, yeah. It was it was hard to gauge. I would need to say whether it was down to the fact that Rangers performed better or Hibs were so poor. It was a combination of both. I think um, really disappointed with Hibs. I thought they, you know, we, I was on on Thursday night, yeah. but I think I predicted two two. I thought it would have been a really tough afternoon for Rangers, and it was quite the quite the contrast, but what Philip Clement did get was a team that looked energetic, enthusiastic, a bit more integrated, and certainly the response, even at certain moments, I looked at Conor Goldson, he defended one at one point, I think it went out for a, a goal kick, he's almost celebrating the challenge, I've not seen that from Conor Goldson for a long, long time, so there was a lot of pride in their work, which you know is probably a one for Michael Beeler, wouldn't yeah. it, to say that it mm-hmm. takes for that type of change, and but then the manager kicked every ball on the sidelines. He was heavily invested in the team on the pitch as well, which I know as a player on the pitch, if you're low in confidence, that can help in certain moments that he was there with them. So it did look like an improved performance, but as I say, I thought Hibs were so, so poor. This is what the manager said afterwards, after the 4-0 win. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to talk about that this week, but not with you guys because... Uh... <laughs> We, we, we take also a lot of time looking at other teams and to, to find what they do good, what are the weak points. I don't want to make the, the work of my colleagues too easy. So you, you guys have also an opinion about things. For sure you're going to write about it. That was about whether or not he was impressed. Where were the improvements to be made? The word impressed seemed to strike a chord with him. Impressed is a, is a big word. I'm happy. I'm happy about the result. I'm happy that the seeds that we planted this week uh, in the two days or the days before with the guys who were here, that the team uh, is trying to do them as good as possible. I still saw a lot of details we can we can make better, but I've seen a team uh, really, really stayed well in the structure, made the runs also without ball, also the tempo that, that we played. And the most important thing for me was the reaction after losing ball or after missing a chance. Our reactions were good and that's a crucial part in, uh, in modern football. Peter, a few weeks ago Rangers went to Limassol and I don't think anyone thought they would end up losing and losing so badly. Yeah, but you've got to give the manager credit here. Yeah. He spoke very positively to come in the door. He spoke very well. I've been very impressed with the way he's spoken. I think in his team on Saturday there was a better balance to it. And there's only so much he can do in that period of time. And for me, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, there's one thing he's done. When we lose the ball, get it back as quickly as we possibly can. Nothing else. People talk about fitness. When he talked about fitness in the respect, I'm hoping he's talking about injuries because it'd be disrespectful to Michael Beale to say the team weren't fit. Because when you're not playing well, Leanne will tell you, you feel as if you're carrying a bag of coal. 
you know what I mean that's the way it is you know your legs are gone yeah. you're not playing well your confidence is low everybody looks as if they're not caring they're not trying it's not it's just the fact that you're playing so poorly you can't get out of it and no matter what you do you're not getting results in Limassol I thought they were really poor they moved the ball really slowly but I kept saying that I didn't think it was the right balance to the team you know he'd done that on Saturday played a Scott Wright obviously wide right and they're at the front three by a bit of pace you'd see my who I still think likes the number nine better but it proves he likes to get in the box because he gets the two goals obviously but I still think that's where he'll either play a Cantwell if you're going to play with a number 10 or Cantwell plays a number 10 and Lammers finds himself out but then your Dessers is a number nine and we've said that play with a better balance to it and the manager done that but I think the wee small details that he spoke about there and impressed him more was the fact that if they lost the ball get it back quickly take quick throw-ins and we spoke about it Watch the kickoff. They got the kickoff. What was the first ball? Bang, forward. Got on the second ball and playing their half. Remember, we go back to the Celtic Rangers match yeah. and we said the exact same thing. Why were they doing what they were doing? Drop them off Celtic and giving Celtic time yeah. to dominate. Mm-hmm. When you had the crowd behind you, buzzing before yeah. the game, Celtic were injured, they never get a cross, a shot, or a tackle in that period. And they're basics. And I think that's what the manager done before we went into the weekend. Is there danger over that? There always is in a game, Leanne, but the way they played at the weekend, he will go in with a bit of confidence. And Would you expect Rangers to come away with at least a point? Listen, I think they would They would hope to get at least a point. Yeah. Um, the players will, will certainly be in better fettle, you would imagine. A, a, a full week, um, or close to a full week now that the new manager's been able to work yeah. with the players, which will make a difference. And Peter's right, but the fitness one's an easy one, isn't it? How many managers over the years have you heard skinning and, and criticising fitness? But it's what it looks like out of possession. How much energy and enthusiasm and desire do you show to win the ball back? Because a lot of teams are lazy, and that probably yeah. has been a downfall of Rangers. Out of possession, not good enough. Giving teams too much respect, sitting off them, and then expecting just keeping the Did ball. Do you think the direct balance, Leanne, when you looked at the players? Do you think the players? Because I thought he brought. At the weekend? Num- no, but the previous games under Michael, and I'm not being disrespectful, no. Michael. I kept saying no. he was playing number nines outside left and outside right. And I just think they didn't want to play there. Yeah. And it's really, really difficult. Then you Todd Cat, Todd Cantwell, and I said, I seen him as a kid, he's either a number yeah. 11 coming inside on his right foot, or he's a number 10, not a right sider, or not a central midfield player. No. And I just thought there was an an imbalance to it and that makes it difficult for you because Mm -hmm. there's a big area down the right-hand side of the pitch and they kept getting overloads down there Mm -hmm. and it makes you look as if you're not working hard but it's such a shift. Mm -hmm. Even for Todd Cantwell, a lot of his work was done out of possession. Defensively, whereas we're saying he's such a good attacking threat, such a good attacking player so you're hoping that the balance is better. Um, No doubt, as I say, there'll be an air of confidence tomorrow and Rangers will look to go and kickstart their European campaign. At the weekend, the manager spoke after that win against Hearts, uh, against Hibs. He spoke about the Sparta Prague game. As I look two games of them, I know the coach also really well because he's a friend. Uh, we played together in Bruges. Uh, he was, after also, coaching uh, in Antwerp. It's a good football team. It's a team who always plays uh, in a 3 4 2 1 structure with uh, a lot of good passing between the lines, a lot of good movement. So it's going to be a very, very interesting test. So I hope to have as much as players available that are in a good shape. Pray f- with me to, uh, this evening that tomorrow we have as much as uh, possible fit players again to, to prepare well this game for, from Thursday because it's going to be... We're going to need uh, a Rangers team who's on the, on the top of their toes to get a good result against Sparta Prague. I, I'm impressed about the way they are, they've been playing in Europe. Somebody who would take a lot from the weekend, Leanne, of course, is Cyril Desers to get that goal which he so badly needed. 
Yeah, not huge. I think for all the attacking players, you know, Seamus came in and he's probably been one of the better signings. I wouldn't say since the summer, his numbers certainly don't lie, and, and he's impressed. But Dessers, no, you could see he looks like one of those players that carries the weight of the world yeah. on his shoulders, as every striker does when you don't score or you don't feel that you're influencing games. So he could be a big player. Danilo back as well, come off the bench at the weekend, which is huge. And when I talk about kickstarting the campaign, I mean for that under the new manager. And I don't think European football is going to be the be all and end all for him in this short time at Rangers. I think it's going to be the focus in the domestic league table delivering the League Cup but for him in consistency when you look for that weekend midweek weekend you don't want to be going up and down you don't want to be winning games comfortably at Ibrox and then you go away in European football and you don't get anywhere close to that same performance level so that's going to be the big question That's what happened last year wasn't it? You know Rangers had done well and then when it came to Europe it was just the gulf was too much yeah, but you'd rather been it. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I, I keep saying, and I know it wasn't nice to watch and you're losing against Liverpool and whatever heavily, but you want to be in that, Paul. And the only way you do that is we win in your league. And people kept saying, well, we want to be in the Europa League. And I'm thinking, because that's a level, and I'm thinking, you forget how many good teams are in the Europa League as well. You know, just win your domestic and see in the Champions League, because the more times you play against the better players, you become a better team. And it's interesting listening to the manager there talking about how Sparta play. He may go the same way as Leanne's touched on earlier on because they play three at the back. So he may be, maybe be an opportunity for him to go three at the back because he doesn't have the balance as the wing back. You know, I'd be interested to show you, sorry, he used as a wing back, but he could go with the three central defenders and maybe give him the opportunity three, to Three five two, Peter yeah. would be jumping out at me. Yeah, and exactly. if you've got Danilo fit as well, I would be going Dessers and Danilo yes. up top together. Yeah. Going nines, for the two, yeah. two nines against their back three. Yeah, exactly. And then using your Tavernier and possibly a Scott Wright, whether he would give you the same defensive duties, I don't know, on that left-hand side, whether yeah. you could get away with an Adam Devine coming in there. Um, but there certainly is room for manoeuvre, I think, no, based on that system. You could play Devine there and it becomes the back four. Mm-hmm. No, just swings around yeah, yeah. you know Golson yep. sl- if the James Tavani goes forward all of a sudden Golson slides over a little bit it? it gives you that natural balance either side for the wing back because it's a full back you're playing there so if you can attack one side and it may be, he may be looking to flip it that way when he's talking about the way he's talking about Sparta playing he knows the manager really well so that could be maybe a giveaway of what his team selection will be Desert spoke afterwards about yeah that difficult time he's had with the, the fans in recent weeks there's been a double feeling for me uh, about the fans of course I've, I've got some uh, some negative things towards my head um, but overall the people are amazing uh, they're so nice to me when I meet them in the city when I meet them here around the stadium they're so kind they're so supportive and of course the how can I say this the negative voices are the loudest uh, and 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 maybe it's only one negative voice for every 100 or 500 fans that are positive and supportive and I try to keep that in my head uh, then and, and like you saw today I for for my feeling this wasn't even my 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 a really good performance. I know I can do a lot better, but to get this support that means a lot to me, and 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 that that fills your heart, and that this gives you energy, and and to even go harder. And uh, as I say, this is a new start for me. Uh, I hope this can be a new start as well um, with with the fans, and uh, I hope I can make them happy in the future. Leanne Crichton, welcome to Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to get us for 12 years. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, <laughs> do speak to some of your teammates and ask how you got on, regardless of what you've achieved. Probably speak to your captain, James Tavernier, who, regardless of the numbers that he's yeah. got and the performances, he still comes in for a lot of criticism. Um, get used to it. You know, toughen up is probably is the one thing that he can do um, and perform. If you perform, the fans will love you, Peter. You would have known it either side of the old firm. It's such a fickle place to be, but the reality is perform, score goals, 
do your talking on the pitch and you will not need to worry um, <laughs> if you've been hearing a bit of negativity you've probably been due it the only thing you can do yeah. for them is give them everything you've got yeah because listen we're not all blessed with the talent some of the, the top quality players but we offer something and you always think that you know and I felt a bit sorry for the Nines and, and I'm not being disrespectful to Michael in any shape or form I, I thought at the time he'd signed too many players in the one area he said it yeah. and I think the number sure. 9s I think he signed three number 9s but none of them played as a number 9 but every one of them played as a solo number 9 before they came to Rangers and I th that's slightly different for these guys especially the boys that played in Holland where predominantly every team is 4-3-3 for kids they're brought up 4-3-3 yeah. now all of a sudden they've got somebody next to them and I, I thought he was maybe wrapped up too much in the Liverpool scenario for me and I said to you, they never had a Salah, they never had a Firmino, they never had a Manny. And I think sometimes you've got to give in to that and say, that's my ideal world, but I've not got that at Rangers at this moment in time. And I think that has served Michael a little bit more instead of maybe a wee bit pig-headed. More on that. There's a media conference going on over there and it's going to be Philippe Clement and uh, Todd Cantwell. So is that a sign that he's in from the start tomorrow night? We'll talk more on Rangers. And also Aberdeen who play Pauk. Uh, tomorrow night there at eight. Rangers remember the early kickoff, so this time tomorrow we'll be two minutes away from kickoff. This time tonight we're two minutes away from kickoff. Feyenoord against Lazio, and I want to ask you both about that. What is it the Celtic fans would like to see from that game? Because it's not been a good start. And just before it, Peter, it'd break your heart. You saw the way it went two one Celtic, and it took them what a couple of minutes to do the VAR check. But that's the world now. VAR is here. And we'll also talk tonight about VAR, which is now, what, one year and four Happy days birthday. old or something. <laughs> Leanne's now leaving the, the studio. If you want to speak well, to Leanne, Halloween. Yeah, Leanne Crichton <laughs> and uh, Peter Grant, 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Switch to clean, renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70%. Let's go. It's the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney with Leanne Crichton and Peter Grant. We're with Global Eco Energy. Looking forward to the game tonight, eight o'clock kickoff at Celtic Park. We can see the buses going past already. Peter, you saw wow. it on the way in. Leanne, you were at Hamden earlier on today. I think I can say I was yes on, on duty. I saw it on social media. Some yeah, awards coming up next month. Part of the judging panel for the SWF awards, so Scottish Women Football Awards, yep. which is the twenty fifth of November, which was good. That'll be a a show a showpiece night, sorry, yeah. at Hamden Park. So you know, it was a tough afternoon, certainly whittling down the, the nominees and going through the stories and the backstories and whatever else, but we got there in the end. And the winners are an exclusive tonight. <laughs> Imagine that just giving yeah, the game away. <laughs> what about the weekend? Obviously the big two were meeting, went to right Celtic scored first, yeah, Rangers double. Big game, yeah. No, it was <laughs> wasn't much of a first half. I would yeah. need to say, um, a cagey affair. You could tell that neither side wanted to lose yeah. the game. Um, Celtic came out quick start second half, scored early on. Rangers then pegged them back. Kirsty McLean with the equaliser, and then Rio Hardy grabbed the winner around. I think it was 81, 82 minutes. So big win for Rangers because had Celtic won, they would have gone five points clear. Um, of Rangers they would have gone eight points clear of Glasgow City because they yeah. didn't play on Sunday as well which psychologically would have been a big advantage Rangers got, got the three points they flipped it they go a point above Celtic and I think five ahead of Glasgow City just now so it tightens yeah. it up at the top as well now um, 
which was good and then we'll, we won't speak about the Motherwell no, performance in the afternoon so moving on moving on stick to the, the, champ- stick to the Champions exactly. League <laughs> Peter they've just kicked off in the, the Coupe Stadium so Feyenoord against Lazio Celtic have played both of them they've lost both games first time with nine men what are you thinking what are Celtic fans what's the result that you would look for here tonight you'd, ideally you'd think to yourself is it a draw we look for mm. so they don't get away from it or do you say you want one of the teams one to the, go yeah. and win the game because then if you don't get the results off your own mm. performances yeah. does it get you close enough that you know you've got an opportunity to get in there so I always like to admit I'm not going too far away because I always hang on to that hope that we can get the points that can catch them so you'd like to see one of them probably winning the game you know, I, yeah. I was just going to say I always find whatever you wish for never seems Absolutely, to happen that's so what I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just try and control the controllables uh, as they say and, yeah. and focus on your own games that's all you can do you know because Celtic's done well in both games of course but it yeah. just shows you the fine line mm-hmm. well look at it's all right time well. coaching yeah. John Hartson on the telly said you know just hold on for a minute it's been a good first half and that's not a criticism of John we've all done no, it in commentary and then of course uh, the but that is the level it. you're at yeah. because even it doesn't matter if 95, 96 mm-hmm. minutes and you're in front the game is never over <laughs> and it really isn't because that one mistake you know can be so vital and it doesn't matter because the games go so long now you know, and it gives you an opportunity to still get in there. And when you look at it, Atletico and Lazio both on four points from the first two games, Feyenoord on three, Celtic on no points. Do you think, either of you, that Celtic will win? Even, forget tonight, I'm going to ask you in a wee while, but the last two games, Celtic are capable of winning both? Or is that... No, but listen, I said at the start of the season, your home games are vital. Sure. Yep. you know your home games yep. you've got to near enough get 7 out of 9 points to give yourself an opportunity and that's only to give yourself an opportunity yep. you know so you, now you have to win the last two yep. you know that is the, the difficulty you have at this level because it's unforgiving mm-hmm. you know and as we say there's moments in the game you know Celtic lost two bad goals against Lazio you know you look at the fine odd scenario we're losing players as well and that is vital people talk about all the tactics everything else but see keeping everyone on the field it's so, so important, no matter what level you're at. But at that level, it's impossible to go a man down against these quality of players because they always find the spare players and always create chances from that. Tonight's huge for Celtic. Yeah. Huge. The fact that they're at home, yeah. that the performance levels have been going up, as we mentioned, domestically, week on week. European games probably getting better with each performance. A sore one against Lazio. They'll look to learn from that, as we mentioned earlier on. They'll have the fans, as a, you know, the atmosphere tonight. You've got to focus, as you said, Peter, on your home games, yep. regardless of who you're up against. So could this be one of those games that you look back over the decades and, and speak about the Atletico-Madrid yeah. game and the performance Absolutely. that night and what it took? No reason why not, because mm. in any one-off game, you can produce that, and that's what Brendan Rodgers is alluding to. Well, look at Ajax many years ago, Paul. You were yep, then sure. at that time, yep. Celtic drew at Celtic Park, right. then went to Amsterdam and went yep, 2-1. Sure. You know, Charles Nicholas scored, George yep. McCluskey scores the winner. You know, Graham Sinclair, Mark, Johan Cruyff, people say I was in his later years. Doesn't matter, he still had that quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't matter. Mark and Cruyff. But, but yeah. you know, you, you win the yeah. game. So there yeah. is moments that can happen. You know, and you've got to hold on to the moments. And anything that's possible in a football match, because let's be perfectly honest, it's 11 v 11. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter much as we spoke about the monies they're on. That's the quality you can buy. But you're fighting against someone. I'm not out there saying, oh, he's on 70 grand or 80 grand more yeah, than sure. me a week. You're it doesn't bother me. No. But I've got to make sure I'm giving him the toughest 90, 95 minutes of his life and making it difficult for him. But when we've got the ball, can we hurt them? And when you talk about level, Celtic's team tonight will be as strong as the Celtic team has looked this season. Yeah. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. 
Carter Vickers back in. Carter Vickers with minutes under his belt. Confidence back on the ball, back playing. Chucked in in the Lazio game. Didn't think it was right. Didn't think it was the right time for him to come on. <laughs> Celtic went through that wee run, didn't they? Not, their two centre-backs didn't play any more than 60 minutes. It was like 60 minutes for you, 30 minutes that rotation. And I think that backfired. Um, he's back tonight. Huge because he's got that calm and influence yeah. from the back. So when you, you are can understand under pressure, it because I just seen it before when I was at the game. He's taking the centre half off because he went down and he was blown. So I don't think Brendan actually wanted to put him on, but it was the only mistake he made yeah, sure. in that that moment because crosses were coming the ball box, and that was something I was going to say, Leanne. Have you noticed that with Celtic? I think they lose cheap goals in the yeah. European competition. Mm -hmm. A lot of them has been for dead balls, set plays, and that's something that would concern me because I'm thinking. We used to always say against the European teams, we'll always defend our set plays well and we've always got a chance of getting a set play against them to score. Now I feel as if Celtic have lost too many goals over the last years yeah. if he set plays out in nothing, which is very, very unusual. And, and I know they're not the biggest team. I know they're not the biggest no. team. But Kyo is our best header. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's concentration that as well, Peter. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to perform at that same level. No, no disrespect to the opposition domestically in Scotland but it's not the same it's not the same level of intensity so even Carter Vickers coming into that Lazio game in a Saturday and a Sunday might be able to secure possession and play again yep. which is what he tried to do he tried to get his foot in the ball and play and at that point you touched on I think it was Johnson you said yep. they'd gone beyond so domestically that's the way Celtic can play and they can get away with that but against top opposition like this the one thing I would always say to players is you are never safe mm. Even when you've got the ball, you're never safe. And that's what it comes to. Um, you go back to the Scotland game, Steve Clark speaking about the, the France performance yeah. and you know conceding at set pieces. It's criminal. Yeah. It is criminal at that level to give away cheap the game goals. Is static. <laughs> the game is static. You'd probably get more aggressive players physically. You know, and that's why you don't want to be done like that. Atletico got a slightly different because they're a powerful yeah. side, mm -hmm. sure. but they've got fantastic delivery, mm -hmm. like Griezmann. So you don't yeah. want to be giving set plays in that away against them. And that's been a bit a weak thing for us. As I say, Kyogo's defended that front post area very, very well. He probably gets the most headers away. But I just think over the years, it's been a bit of a bugbear in mind for Celtic because all the quality they've had, they've lost a lot of goals from set plays. Mm. And I think that's something that they've got to tidy up on because you don't want to be out of competition because it's something that you feel as if this game's dead here, mm. we've just got to defend this and we've got to do that There's well to survive. There's also a balance between confidence and belief and naivety, yeah. which I think is what Celtic were against Lazio. Yeah. They were confident that they would go on, especially when they get the, the goal that was then taken off. I think they still believed. I think everybody in Celtic Park still believed. John Hartson and Com certainly yeah. believed that yeah. night. He was expecting a Celtic goal. Yeah. yeah. And at the point that you think you're in the ascendancy, that's when you get punished. Well, they, they knew, they, yeah, they knew they were capable of scoring. But the thing is, that's Paul, what I mean. But, they, they but you can never switch yeah. off. You but can the thing never always be that says open. That the most yeah. difficult thing in Europe, see when you're on possession of the ball, that's you're at most vulnerable. When you're in possession of the ball, mm. Because as soon as yeah. you give it away with a simple pass, dead. Mm. You know, because they just pass forward and they've got the quality of players who take the first touch fantastically yeah. well or mm. bury with a chance, you know, put the ball in the back sure. of your net. And that's why you're at your most vulnerable when you're in possession, believe it or not. That's when they lost the goal yeah. at the weekend, wasn't it? Absolutely. You know, Maeda in possession, not like him, misplaced pass and goal. suddenly, boom, up Absolutely. the pitch. Here's a bit more from the manager. And look, this is why he came back to Scotland, to Celtic, was for nights like this to do something in the Champions League. You know, adversity is uh, some of the best learning that you that you have and that uh, the pain of that it was you know it was numbing at the end because we we didn't feel we deserved that and the supporters 
were great for us in the evening. They they would have seen everything that we were trying to do in the game. But as I said, I'm not here to, and I don't want to be taking condolences after after losing games of football. But I respect the level that we're at, and uh, and it's up to us to try and see if we can uh, uh, be more progressive in our results in order to to push forward. Okay, Celtic fans, give us a call if you're heading to the game or even if you're going to watch it tonight on the telly. Big John, who was in that seat last night, is on COCOMS uh, on TNT 0808 17 17 700. Live from Holland. Oh, that was almost a goal, oh, Peter Grant, wow. or live from the Gorbals. A fantastic yeah. ball in, you know, and it was a great opportunity for Feyenoord. Great ball in, but we talked about this is what Palmer does, gets the in swinging corners or in swinging crosses. Put in his own side, and he heads it by. He'll be disappointed he's not scored. He's got to hit the target. Yeah, it's a big chance, huge chance, great delivery. You don't see too many in swinging crosses mm. now, though, Peter. But that's I know you've touched Palmer's on it. Palmer does yeah, that, does as that. you say, but most teams it's byline crosses, cutbacks, hang it at the back. Or post. no crosses. Yeah, <laughs> turn, back, turn back out and keep it. <laughs> Absolutely. Back to the halfway line. <laughs> We're to get ten off. News is next time. We're back with Peter and Leanne. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! Celtic fans in their thousands heading for the big match tonight. Atletico Madrid in town against Celtic. Peter Grant, Leanne Crichton are here. You can give them a call 08 08 17 17 700. Last night, Manchester United, a 1-0 win. A last-minute penalty. Larson stepped up. But it was saved by the keeper, and of course that was Jordan Larson, formerly of this parish. Uh, but he'd just come on, difficult moment for him, but a big win for Man United. Massive win, but listen, yeah, again, somebody like Harry Maguire are delighted for. We're talking about yeah. Dessers and that and criticism, yeah. and the, the fella, to be fair to him, you know, he's been in European teams when he was in the European competitions with England. Yeah. He's been picked for the team of the, he's been the, the tournament, same in the World yeah. Cup, team of the tournament. The criticism that goes back here, and you know what it's like. It just snowballs when you get people keep going on and going on now, and that's why sometimes it's a really dangerous place. And to be fair to him, he go and play at Manchester United yeah. in front of that crowd and get the winner. I was delighted for him yeah. last night. Unfortunately for young Larson, but great for him. He showed a bit of character yeah. that he wants mm-hmm. to take the penalty kick, and probably it's the first thing Anana's done well. By all accounts, listening right. to the Manchester yeah. United supporters <laughs> and the way they were talking yeah. about him, but it's a fantastic save, a big strong arm. You know, Jordan couldn't have done much more with it. I'm not yep. so sure about the the stutter. I just like to go and bang into the back of the net, yeah. especially if it's a last kick. Yeah, and did you take penalties? I did. But, yeah. Did, did you see? Did you see his run up? He kind of took. I that. missed it last he, night, but he, I know what you're hesitated. saying. Yeah, and yeah. no, I was saying that to Peter when we were off yeah. air. I don't think he would have the bottle to yeah. try it. I would, but just more focused on getting a good solid run up, pick your spot, good connection. 
and, and it's a lottery with a penalty shootout. See players that try and set and guess the, the goalkeepers, hats mm, off to them. Absolutely. They're a better player than I ever was because, <laughs> as I say, it was more just about yeah. the technique and, and getting it right. And more often than not, if, if you get the good contact, regardless of what way the goalkeeper yeah. goes, you would you would beat them. But uh, no, I've missed a few in my career, big ones as well. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's part and, part and parcel. Yeah. Big win for Arsenal last night. Did well in Seville, and that's so tough to win there. Jesus was excellent. Yep, he was, he, wasn't he? He, he was yep. terrific. And we talk about top quality players. He was getting closed down. Yep. He just let the ball run through him, and all of a sudden, he's the, the second pass, and he's playing it right through in goal. And to be fair, it's a fantastic uh, finish because he's showing the goalkeeper at pace, and he's went round him and rolled into yep. the empty. And that's what we're talking about that concentration level. Arsenal are defending in their own 18 yard box within two passes, the ball's in the back of the net. And that is the quality you're playing against. And Leanne touched on it earlier. The difficulty is, is when you're in possession of the ball and you yeah. give it away, how quickly you can be hurt with the top quality players. It just shows you in the Champions League, you, you've, you can never switch off. No, never. Yeah. That's what I mean. You're never safe. You play against top players, you're never safe. Um, regardless of in possession, out of possession. Even out of possession, you can feel safe at times where you've got every ball, like every player behind the ball. You've got a 5-4-1, you've got a 4-5-1, whatever. You've got 10 players inside your box good players will find spaces and, and good players will find bits of quality that will undo you so it does come down to that constant just on Arsenal do you think they're missing just lacking another number nine bit of a a pressure on Jesus uh, he's yeah. always the one from went for Man City he yeah, the injury he was out of the team I, I for a while for as a well while because I've never even I know we talk about on Reina they were never really a number nine were they no. as in such you know, know. they've sure. never really had a number nine like a Malcolm McDonald who had all the years yeah. ago, you know, that yeah. was probably a, a, it brought Charlie in, which Charlie was more of a drifter and played yeah. as a 10, mm. and he was such a quality player. But Frank Stapleton, probably that time, yeah. that was all these guys. Then, since then, but I look at Tony, and I know I'd be disrespectful to Brentford, everybody would say that. But if you're looking at someone like him, he's got the quality that could play mm. as a number nine, I believe, yeah. because he's got a combination of technique as well as he's got that powerful presence where he's very good in the air, and that gives you that sort of if you've got to put crosses in we talked about everyone, everyone else sometimes they can become a one-dimensional at times everyone's got to go through the feet everything has unless it's a bit of magic you're going to produce so Tony I think gives you that sort of combination whether that would happen quickly for them but that could be the fine line of them winning the league I think so I think it's the one thing that they're missing Yeah, and you're right Tony won't beat Brentford for long no, Ivan Tony of course he's been out for such a long would time you it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a huge issue isn't it with Tenali and all the rest of it but look huge game here in Glasgow tonight huge game in Prague tomorrow and in Aberdeen as well let's hear from Brendan Rodgers um, ahead of this game it's just development it's just patience and time I think the uh, there's been numbers of changes within the in the squad. I think you've also got players getting back to a level of fitness as well. You know, if you think if you looked at the team where it was at at the beginning and the team now, it's it, it's a different team and it's at, at a different level of fitness as well. So um, so that and just the the constant work and and the players wanting to develop and improve. Sees we're we're playing with a you know a greater speed and greater intensity in our game. Are they at full pelt now, would you say, just about Celtic under? They're getting there, because yeah. Atati was probably the one yeah. I felt he needed to raise the bar. I just, I, whether he looked, he was carrying an injury, or didn't look happy, certain things had changed and Brennan had left him out. If you're going for that number one definite starter, that wasn't yeah. the case. And Brendan was right. I thought, was it Kilmarnock he played against? I thought he was outstanding. 
for the first whistle to the last yep. you know summed up with there was a breakaway in the 93rd minute I think it was and he's done an overlap to get in the box and I'd never seen him doing that in the previous games he hadn't worked as hard as that and for all the talent you have if you're not willing to put that shift in as we talked about because that brings the best out in you as well and he's got that quality if he puts that quality that he has with his work ethic he's a top top quality player I think Brendan Rodgers said that early in the season about a few players including Hitati he wanted to see more. everything from me yeah. yeah no, and that's it and I think when a, a new manager comes in certainly a manager in Brendan Rodgers that a, a lot of those players hadn't worked with previously I know some would have done you need to go and prove yourself all over again you know because it, you don't take it as gospel what somebody has told you about a person I think any manager going into any dressing room treats everybody at face value they want to see they want to see that they're willing to sell themselves over again Hitati's had to do that I found it strange in the beginning that he wasn't in the team I would need yeah. to say um, but that's just Brendan Rodgers and, and he's it's probably he's reaping the rewards for it because he's now back he's looking enthusiastic the quality in the ball is incredible um, Carter Vickers is a big one as we know coming back in Scales has been outstanding and has probably grown game on game and yeah. confidence that comes with as well and the fact that he's been backed by the manager which is huge O'Reilly I think it's better week on week he's an absolute joy to watch the wide areas was probably the issue in terms of Palmer coming in. You know, lost a bad at injury. You lose Jota in the summer. Who do you get that replacement? And I don't think that instant replacement was there from the start of the season. Palmer's looking Matt Sharp now. He's looking dangerous. He's got confidence. He understands his role and his responsibility coming into the team. So for me, they're definitely motoring and they're absolutely at the best level they've been this season. Need to bring the A game? Yeah, listen, we know at this level you have to bring your A game to be a chance of, of getting the result. You know, so um, and we can't just give what we normally do in in normal games. You know, this is a team that's too experienced for that, and a manager that's too experienced for that. And the level that they're at, you know, you get world class players uh, used to winning the biggest prizes, so they know the level, and they're really comfortable at the level. And so for us, we, uh, we we have to do more to get the result, but we're we're ready for that. We're in a good place as a as a team and as a squad and we know we're going to continually improve and hopefully a game like tomorrow night is going to be a, another catalyst for our for our improvement Huge game Peter what are you thinking after that there from Brendan Rodgers he's got his feet in the ground but there's almost a quiet confidence You've got to you've got to be shoving that to your players yeah. no matter who you're playing against and it, listen everybody knows when you're winning games you have that confidence you know now you've got to go to a level well, many levels above like what they've played so far I believe and if you're thinking like say the, the Atletico will be preparing for somebody going to watch Callum getting on the ball he dictates play so when it goes into him there'll be somebody springing to take it off him yeah. to go and bang you know and they'll make you make a mistake you try and get through there we're taking off you in there you know all these wee things because he's so experienced Brendan's right the, not just the manager the players are all played big game players. They've all played in big games. So they're used to they've played in European finals. You know, so let's not kid ourselves. And they're a group of players that's been together for a long, long time. You know, whether it's guys that's been coming through and coming in once other buys have been sold on. But they've been together for a long, long time. They know the basic money works. But at this level, concentration is a word people use all the time. But it is absolutely massive. You could be going for 95 minutes thinking you've done okay, Leanne was saying earlier on there. You can think, oh, I've done okay yeah. there. Oh, by the way, we've played really well tonight. 96 minutes, you're one down. That's the way it works. That's what football is. 
Feyenoord have got the ball in the back of the net as, as we always do now we check Leanne to see if it's VAR <laughs> but uh, Feyenoord it looks as though they've gone one up after 25 minutes yeah it is and it's a good goal I don't think there'll be any issues we'll get a, a look at it in terms yeah. of a replay but looks onside um, simple stuff ball over the top I'm not sure actually as it puts it in the back of the net yeah. a bit of, de- bit of a deflection off the um, the defender certainly in, in loops over the goalkeeper but advantage Feyenoord is that Gimenez again? If it's I think it might be yep. Peter because he's yeah. the one that's scoring some amount of goals at this moment in time you know, you'll see really here is. it's just a, a yep. hook ball left foot just in behind that is marginal though and it is it's Gimenez who yeah, scored he's on so. side looks good well, you're, the, you're the voice of VAR now yeah. are you? you're on a Saturday <laughs> <laughs> voice of VAR at least, you, ma- at least yeah. you make it clear what's whole, happening in the games that's a whole <laughs> year people have been listening to me I know we're going to talk about that later <laughs> so Feyenoord have gone one up we're not quite sure what that means Peter which way you want it to go tonight do you want it a draw or no, if it's anything yeah. with Lazio you'd want to win I'm sure yeah. if it's not a draw you'd want Lazio because as you see you want to be able to try and catch Feyenoord yeah. That's so sure. important, you know, and if they're the point behind at this moment in time, they're the ones you're more chance of catching. If you get three points tonight, you, you go equal with Feyenoord, is that correct? If Feyenoord on three at this moment yeah. in time, so you go level yeah. with them, sure. you know. So that's what you'd be wanting, but listen, top quality players, Gimenez didn't play, his, I don't know if he's, but he's yeah, no but goal, oh, no goal, Paul. Oh, he's given offside. offside. Unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I've not watched it carefully there. This is the game's changed, so here we are, Leanne, Peter. What's it's happened? What, so tight. Oh, are they saying they're saying off? Jimenez is off. Wow. Yeah. I mean, looking at from it, where we're looking at yeah. it, I would say it looks on, Peter. Mm. Just shows you when you draw. Oh. It just shows you because we're, we're looking exactly because we're looking yep. at an angle. It's quite difficult to pick it out, but it's as absolutely you say, marginal. But you see, because they're playing the high line, and it's a wee hook. The wee things that yeah. Feyenoord probably don't do as often, but, but they know the high line that they're playing. And that's what we're saying, how the game changes at this quality. You know, they pick the right pass at the right time. And unfortunately, they've, got, not, they've not got away with it there. And they've, obviously, VAR's looked at it. But the referee's yeah. not even went to look. So that's interesting. Right. He's yep. made the call, but it's obviously VAR that's made the, the decision. The thing with the offside as well is, I know the line's calibrating, but it's actually, you're human beings drawing yeah, the line right. and the point mm. of contact. So... You could look at it and say the point of contact is, is here and I could look at it and think it's marginally there. Yeah, absolutely. And then you calibrate the a lines into it. Felt, felt trip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Definitely in Glasgow. Exactly. So yeah, we're getting another look at it with the, the lines. But it's yeah. so, so tight. Very I, I, tight. There's no yeah. way. That, the uh, offside, the picture uh, that they're showing uh, us on the absolutely. screen here makes it look... Yeah. Um, Miles more offside on. than it was yeah. um, wow. they're making themselves right that's for sure <laughs> but it's well, off the hook for Lazio because it's poor defending certainly keeps yeah, the good yeah, open as it stands and they were beginning to get a bit of possession but that's what happened so this is this is what most people don't like in football you think you've scored and then it's taken away a couple Peter of minutes Peter and I later. were speaking about that yeah. either, right. either you're reluctant to celebrate yeah. Yeah. or when you celebrate and you give it absolutely everything and then it gets chopped mm-hmm. off it drains the crowd yeah. for 10-15 minutes mm. after. You can feel the energy just gone um, because I think the fans think, what was the point? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's a, it's a hard balance to strike just Well, now. that's why I get back to Leanne. I've said it for day one. Goal line technology for oh, me yeah. is the only thing. Sure. Nothing mm. else. Leanne, that's else. a must for us, isn't it? Goal line goal technology. Line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. It's the most important one. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because what we're finding this season is everything else virtually subjective. Mm. Whereas the, the, sure. the goal being, the ball being over the line or not is Surely factual, you know, and it's the one thing. But that even don't on have. VAR now, we don't know. Yep, Barca have gone one up on Shakhtar Donetsk, and it's Ferran Torres who scored 
unless they chalk it off but it's 1-0 <laughs> at the moment and if you're just tuning in a few moments ago we thought that Feyenoord had scored but now it's been chalked off so but they're coming forward again and a good chance but just past claims for a the penalty post. as well yeah. we'll see if another review it's claims all, for a handball they're all there it's all kicking off yeah well I'm here. making them defend here that's the yeah. difference Paul they're, they're playing quickly forward which is unusual yeah. for a Dutch side they usually play the passes but they're going behind because Lazio are pushing on that high line so they've got a couple of opportunities from it You wonder if the Celtic players will be invested in the Atletico Madrid yeah. players watching some of this before the warm-up Would that be on anywhere around in the... You would imagine they would have TVs in the, yeah, the dressing yeah, room and stuff I, as well now. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what Liam was like I didn't like watching anything I just you wanted to concentrate <laughs> on your own yeah. game you just couldn't wait in the whistle going you know, you get the game start. I hated the warm-up uh-huh. before the yeah. games, you know. You had to do them, obviously, but I hated it. That was the worst part of the game. You would hate it even more now, Peter, because oh, I don't even I think so the, the warm-ups back uh, absolutely. even 10, 15 years ago would be anywhere near absolutely. they are no, and it's no, extensive. Uh, You're warming no. up inside before you come outside absolutely. nowadays. Absolutely, everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. and Aye, on bikes, band work, everything. Everything, everything, yeah, everything you know, rollers. and I, I, I don't mean I didn't like the warm-up. I always yeah. liked, but I'll, we always done our own, Paul, uh, which is bizarre when you look now. Individually? Individually. Yeah. Okay. I beat two players when I played with Mo and I played with Frank. Frank McAvenny they used to sit and read the programme and used to say <laughs> when we come out after the warm up we were all sweating they'd say who are we playing Real Marvel but they were out in the pitch and they worked so hard yep. in the games and in training it was unbelievable people wouldn't think that about them but they were unbelievable professionals on the training pitch no they didn't want to you know, in the warm up mess the hair and all exactly, the rest of it exactly. and then they were heading out later on but, to Victoria as soon as yeah. the game started Wow, they were men possessed. Yeah, you know, know. Yeah. they were brilliant. But as I say, we all done individual warm-ups, mm. and it was only in the later years. Brian Be- Scott, the physio, started to take oh, yeah. them. Oh Preparation for games for me is just about consistency. Mm. Is that another goal? You hesitate, but yeah, I think yeah. it is. Uh, Jimenez again. Jimenez has done it. So this is live, isn't it? Thirty yeah, we'll get minutes. A replay of yeah, it, yeah, looks as though Feyenoord it. have gone one up against Lazio but I'm just saying about the warm up Peter it's about consistency regardless of what you do or how you like to warm up as long as you do it and you do it consistently and you don't change I think that works exactly I watch players I get in the championship games and I watch a lot Brian Graham's actually one that always stands out to me you've got the physio who's taking the players through every element of a warm up band work stretching mobility and you just see big Brian Graham and he just stands yeah. and does his own thing yeah. is he? But yeah. <laughs> because of his age he's uh, allowed to perhaps yeah. Yeah, just yeah. whatever you feel you need is your then responsibility you as a player and they're brilliant yeah they're doing it but an hour and a half oh, no. before the and game. after the game Absolutely. as well I would love to know what. wow yeah, good goal why they do that after the game yeah. I've noticed in Tatati they go around the pitch barefoot but even before the game I don't know if you notice them the amount of stretching they do band yep. work you know yep. everything like that and it's so professional mm-hmm. but yep. you, you look at Mieda you know he's, yeah. he's like a boxer and he's like Marvin Hagler when Absolutely. you're watching him. big night for him tonight yeah but listen yep. he's been excellent as we yep. say if he'd have finished in it he wouldn't be at Celtic partner I'm not being disrespectful to Celtic mm-hmm. because if he'd have finished in him with sure. his work ethic and everything he's got yep. all the te- top teams look for that mm-hmm. his work against the ball is phenomenal now it's when he gets the opportunity to raise his final cross or his final selection of pass if that was all spot on as I say, you couldn't afford to have him at your club. You know, it's Kulisewski and yeah. Maeda were the two players that Ange Postacoglu compared on the pro license when he oh, spoke yeah. about players uh-huh. that press. Yeah. Kulisewski and the job that he does for Spurs when he, he showed it on the, the screen in terms of the way he wants his team to play and press. Kulisewski can go three players, four players at the one time. So if Spurs lose it, he'll go centre back, full back, centre back, m- midfielder, and he'll constantly press. And I watched the game on Monday night. And it was exactly what he done. And the amount of times he forces the opposition, not necessarily does he win it back, 
but he forces them to make mistakes. That is the biggest, that's the biggest thing, Leanne. Maida is the exact same. The biggest yeah. thing is it's you may not win it, but you maybe make somebody make the mistake to give it away. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. And that's why, but he's also got to do it for James Madison. Because James does the first one, yeah. you know, and I know James for a young boy because he's know he did. What a player. What a player yeah. he was, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was the thing. So, But you've got to have that in your team and it's so, so important to allow James to perform the way he does when he's got the ball. You've got to have someone like Kulashevsky who's a fantastic player, don't get me wrong, but you've got to have someone who does that as well. But that goes no matter what team you're in. That's why people talk about the jigsaw, building the jigsaw. And we go back to Rangers and we spoke about too many players in the one area yeah. of the pitch mm-hmm. and maybe not playing in the area of the pitch that they feel most comfortable at. Yeah. So players don't play at their best then. Also, see, when you talk about winning the ball back, Peter, I always say if, if you lose the ball, the person that's won it is the most vulnerable at losing it. Yeah. So move it quickly, secure that first pass. Playing against guys like Maida and Kulisevsky, the second pass is not secure, the third pass is not secure, and the fourth. So that's why as a team, you need to be so, so good. Absolutely. You need to be so good in possession to then move it and constantly keep moving it away from well, trouble. Brilliant tonight. to yep. watch. Watch them, because they're one of the best as, as a team at doing that. They'll sit together and then there's a spark and everybody Hunt moves together. And everybody, packs, yeah. And that's why they've been so successful. Leanne on VAR, it stood, didn't it? Jimenez goal, a chance there for Lazio, but actually easily taken by the keeper. So they are one up, they are one yep. up, yeah. And it came quite quickly after the, the initial goal that we, we thought had given them the advantage. Um, they've probably looked the better team, I mm. would need to say. Lazio, very defensive looking. A lot of times it's that 4 5 1 out of possession, then they kind of jump into a, a kind of 4 4 2 not really caused too many problems moving forward and you can see even the, the atmosphere in the stadium the Feyenoord fans are bang on it with their team they sure are the table looks like this if this is how it ends up I'm actually not crazy about this in-game table but that's what happens now no. isn't it do you no. like it Leanne? confuses you doesn't I, I, it it does a little bit yeah <laughs> as long Peter, as you're not so Feyenoord would be obviously on six points Atletico on four but they haven't kicked off yet so I, I always find that a bit strange uh, to say Lazio um, on four points and then obviously Celtic in no points so yeah it's changed a bit they like that all the time during games I prefer to wait till full that, time that's why I'm looking yeah. at it Paul and that's why you're thinking I prefer Lazio to win this yes. game you know that's sure. the thing because it gives you an opportunity Celtic win tonight and Lazio yeah. win tonight all of a sudden it's a completely different picture you're yeah. looking at yeah. you know and that that's what we've got to hold on to because okay. as you say your important thing is your home games are so massive quick break and then we're back 08 08 17 17 700 or join the conversation a lot of people commenting ahead of the game tonight and tomorrow the Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy switch to clean renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70% let's go Paul Keneally and Crichton and Peter Grant Champions League special tonight Celtic kickoff. we'll have the Celtic team shortly and Atletico Madrid 60,000 there we've been speaking we always do in these occasions, you know, if it's at Ibrox or at Celtic Park, about the crowd and the role that they can play. And Greg Taylor has been speaking about it. But Peter, what was your all-time favourite European night, would you say, just in terms of the crowd? No, listen, every time you played a European night at Celtic Park, it was something special. And I don't know, just, there was a different vibe about it. I don't know what it was, Paul, because then you see how important it is as I talking about Atletico Madrid, because when we played with no one, because the interesting thing about that was Big Derek White and that were throwing the ball back for the jungle. They were the only ones that was allowed in as the reserve team at that particular. They were throwing the ball back for the jungle. And it just showed you, you know, how important the supporters are and always have been. And I just think 
when you're going to big games like this you'll need everyone to take you on no absolutely you're spot on Peter but it's incredible even looking ahead to to the game tonight you're thinking what will be an hour and a half for kick off that stadium's going to be jumping already in and around I, folk I, just waiting to go in the can, team bus will be arriving I was going to say turn up the team bus and you know what the feeling is like we used to see it all the way for miles away Selling I was going to say, what was it like? And Would you take it in those? A player sitting on the bus oh, watching that, or were you one of these players well, that would zone out? I did. No, I was one of the ones that used to take it in because I was doing the exact same as a supporter. And then all of a sudden, you were sitting on the bus yeah. that used to be desperate to see coming in with all the superstars. And you know, you were watching the bus and saying, "Oh, they have the team coming and whatever." And you were always dreaming one day that that would be you. And then all of a sudden, you were scratching your head when you were on the team mm -hmm. bus and the supporters were outside and it was home and away believe it or not the amount of travelling do as well people forget and the noise the small things every game I played in Europe I can't remember that Celtic supporters you know not being there in numbers and how vital they were mm -hmm. and I think the players realise that you know it gives you that extra energy there is absolutely no doubt it gives you an extra energy because it makes you do the wee things a little bit quicker it makes you pick the ball up quicker yeah. it influences everything the referee can make a decision all these things and people don't realise how important it is. And when you get the support of that, when you go one up, you're digging in to hang on against a top quality side and they're pushing you. It definitely is that extra It man. never fails to amaze me how early the fans are at the stadiums. They just love it. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, we turn yep. up as the media and yep. you're, you know, you're expected to be there early. We're yep. normally on a good bit before, but the amount of fans that are there and they wait and they soak it up and then the team bus comes in and it's just euphoric it's yeah. incredible well, that's what I say to Paul I've been doing England for 27 years and I keep saying it and I'm not sick saying it that's why in Glasgow is unique mm. you know if I talk about Manchester United yeah. I keep saying to Paul you've yeah. said that to me so they'll be around Old Trafford every day yeah, as well absolutely they? it's but, phenomenal sorry but, then. see if you go on any day of the week mm. to Ibrox or Celtic Park there's quite a number of fans around and people from there. elsewhere yeah, arriving or, and there's people there every day I don't know if they still are and they can tell you what's happening in the football club <laughs> <I'm> now, <sure>. <laughs> some of it's wrong but sometimes they get it right but it is unique yeah. you know it is unique that because you, that's why I call them a football club in the respect that some other teams they turn up on a Saturday or a Wednesday whenever they're playing Celtic is some, some different you know in the respect of that and it's, uh, as I say pre-season was the exact same the guys used to come with their sons and the daughters at that particular time would go with their mums to Spain you know, it was funny, you know, because the boys would come to pre and we'd be in the Middle East somewhere. It'd take you three hours once you got off the flight. Yeah. You know, we didn't even know where we were going and they'd be there at the game. Play we were playing an amateur team in pre-season. And that's, yep. you know, when you're talking about support and fan base, but it's all over the world. You know, we should be proud of that. You know, and the coverage we used to have in the newspapers, I think was the most in Europe or the world mm -hmm. per head. Yeah, of course. Was, the, cover yeah, was, sure. the cover was it was the most per head either in world football or European football definitely European but it was either world football the amount of cover but the managers always told us nah I don't I don't read the papers <laughs> I don't listen to you on the radio they knew every word that was Absolutely. said and everything that was written um, Greg Taylor speaking about the unique European atmosphere the atmosphere that in a Champions League now here is it's not like many other stadiums in the world so we want to give the fans something that they can enjoy and as I touched on as a squad of players we want to create our own times of history. We, we did that domestically last season but it's now about trying to do it in Europe. Learning from last year in the Champions League? We know that we uh, last season again it was a wee bit of you uh, you performed well but we had nothing to show for it and we don't want to be that type of team. We want to be a team that goes on and, and has special nights here and creates our own his historic nights. 
Yeah, I think we, uh, we're built as a team that wants to be pressing up high aggressive football and I think that's also what the club demands. It's not just the players and the staff, it's, uh, it's the way that a Celtic team should play. So uh, we worked every day that way to try and play that way, so to try and just change that for a one-off game. And he was asked about the difference between playing in the SPFL and playing Champions League. Yeah, I think uh, in terms of level, you uh, you definitely get punished for mistakes. Um, you you can't make as many mistakes, and uh, the the tempo of the game's quicker. You need to do it. Maybe whether in domestically you can take two and three touches. It has to be one or two touches. Um, so there is um, there is moments such as that. But we're also a team that wants to dominate the ball domestically and Europe. So that's what we're going to try and do throughout the European campaign. What do you take from that, Leanne and Peter? Well, yeah, the big yeah. thing, you know, about quality. Yeah. Uh, you have to make your first touches go to stick. You know, you've got to be able to move the ball. You've got to be able to see the pass quicker. That Because that space may be there, but if you don't use it right away, that gets cut off. That is the difference. You know, and it's not been disrespectful to the boys you're playing against. I know what Greg's exactly saying. The level goes up because mm-hmm. of the quality you're playing against. You've got to do things quicker. You've got to think quicker. But the good thing is, the Celtics of this world that demand is on them all the time they could have won five against St Johnson six against St Johnson didn't drew nil nil and you thought the world had caved in mm-hmm. that sure. is the pressure you've got to so that helps you at times if you understand what I'm trying to say yeah. I know it sounds bizarre but it helps you yeah. at times because Conditions that shows you, you yeah because yeah. that's the expectation that's with you you're expected to win and play well every week are you looking forward to watching uh, Atpilaqueta up against Kyogo? Absolutely, yeah. It'll be a few good yeah. um, contests across the pitch. But just what Greg Taylor saying, and um, yeah. we touched on it earlier, mistakes will be punished. Yeah. And that would be the biggest thing for Celtic tonight. Yes, they can strive to dominate the ball in European football. Um, similarly to the way, again, Steve Clark spoke about his Scotland national team looking mm-hmm. to try and dominate the ball against better teams. It takes you a while to get to that level, though. And I still think for Celtic, albeit they've been in the Champions League now, you know, numerous occasions, of course, they have, but to do that every single year and to continue yeah. to test yourself, but to keep the same type of group together as well, Peter, which we know is so difficult yeah. in Scotland when your best players get cherry picked every yeah. couple of seasons. Celtic have got players now that they've got tied down in good long term deals that they should be able to build on that. So hopefully they can learn from the Lazio games, from the Feyenoord games, from last season's performances, and every year on year you get better. I think that's massive what Leanne said there. Look at the teams that's won it. Nine times out of ten, that team's been together for a long yeah. time. Sure. A long time. Your Real Madrid's, why do they win it so often? Because of the quality of the player they've been able to keep. Celtic will lose the Jotas. You know, they've done that last year. You know, all these things. So when you're looking to build, it's so, so difficult, you know, and to keep that going. And you're hoping you get through a period of time that you're going to keep them and evolve with them. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. And... Atletico Madrid are the complete opposite. I've said to you they've been together probably for six or seven years, most of the players. And the, the same as the manager's been there 12, did you say, Leanne? Mm-hmm. So he's been there 12. So they're used to being trained that way, playing that intensity and at that level. Leanne, you're pointing out Feyenoord have scored a second goal. Rames Zarouki, the midfielder, has scored a few minutes. In fact, he scored, what, two minutes into injury yeah, it's time? It's a world so, day as well. Yep. Far too much. To, and this is when I speak about being safe. Lazio have got about seven bodies inside the penalty mm-hmm. area. He picks up a space just in the edge of the box. Nobody affects the ball. Nobody gets close enough and it's just a cutback and he whips it with the right foot back across the goalkeeper to the opposite side, almost into the side netting. Great finish. And Peter, just before half-time yeah. as well. Great time to make it two for them. Yeah, but yeah. as a midfield player, Paul, I'm looking at it for a midfield player, but an ex-midfield player, your yeah. job, the space doesn't score the goal. 
It's you leaving someone at the edge of your box with that quality. And that's what we're talking about. You can do all the work in the training ground, you can put everything together, but if players don't get back in and fill the gaps and you make that decision not to do that one more yard, you get punished. And that's exactly what's happened. And I, th I said that, I thought Lazio looked very open tonight compared when you're looking at Feyenoord, they're working up and down the pitch together. If they lose the ball, they're close to each other, they win it back. They're getting shots and goal, they're putting balls in the box. All the things you're doing because they've built on the crowd, which is an incredible atmosphere at Feyenoord, obviously. That's where tonight's yep. Celtic structure out of possession will be so, so important when we've spoke about the quality that they've got. Even Marathi, you look at the, the moments that he has in the international stage in recent weeks that we've seen you switch off for a second or you don't get close enough and you don't influence the ball or the ball holder. You've had it because they've got moments of quality and there's vision and accuracy and technique that will undo you in a split second. But look at your boy Hickey, yeah. slipped. That's it. And yeah, no, you switched the cross, <laughs> the yeah. It just for a slip. He's not tried to slip, but he has slipped. All of a sudden he punishes it's a goal. Yeah. You know, and that, that is the difference in the quality. And there's no getting away from that. And what a time to score. You know, right that's on the half time. And that's you're two nil up yep. at home. And you're thinking to yourself, this is the sort of result we were wanting. You know, but it's not the sort of result I was wanting. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's for sure. Could, they could fight back second half. You know, they, yeah. they drew, I know it wasn't two goals, but, you know, they pulled that late, yeah, late I, goal I back. just look at it, if you're looking at it, that on Aye. that performance, sure. which we've been sitting watching, Paul, mm. it looks like chasm between the two sides, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because mm. of the way that Feyenoord are playing, they've got an organisation without the ball, the hands touched on, but within possession, the ball will look really dangerous going forward. No, yeah. they've looked good. Yep. Feyenoord, really good. They, they do look a different level to Lazio. I don't know what it is about Lazio tonight. If they've underestimated Feyenoord or the game plan in terms of sitting in and looking to try and play in that counter-attack, but it's, it's not worked for them. Not one bit has it worked tonight. Dylan, the Rangers fan, has been on saying, right, I heard you saying that Barisic didn't train this morning. He does sound doubtful for tomorrow night. Yelmaz is not in the squad, nor is Sterling. So what would you do? Who do you think at the back? Is it going to be three or do you think Devine might come in? Well, we've listened to, to Philip Clement speak about yep. the opposition um, in that 3-4-2-1 yep, yep. um, system that he expects them to play in Sparta Prague. So Peter and I batted about earlier. It would be yep. a good opportunity for Rangers if they were considering changing or being forced into changing and going to a back three themselves. It might work quite nicely. Todd Cantwell right enough being up in front of the media yeah. today so you would expect he's a player that's going to come in from the start tomorrow so how do you accommodate does one of the, the, the more attacking players for the weekend drop out perhaps a right drops out Cantwell comes in on that left hand side or do you stick to the system that you've got and bring in Ben Davies to slot in there or, or young Adam Devine what I think there's a few it, different uh, options yeah, what, what personally would I would change the, the shape right. uh -huh. and I've said that for a long time I think the players that Rangers have got at their disposal a lot of that probably was with Barisic yeah. in the team, but I still think you could have somebody else that can play off the left tomorrow in a Scott Wright. Even Seema, I think, could play off the left in terms of the energy that he gives you. Um, it would be a different job to ask him to work back and defend off the left, but he does give you that out ball. Tavernier off the right, for me, I think he's much more effective if you can get him higher up. But having that natural balance, probably divine. You said yep. it earlier on, Peter, and then he would just swing round to be part of that back four at times and it would give Tavernier more of a freedom to go and influence the game higher up the pitch. Yeah, that's what I would do. I think it's an opportunity for him to do that tomorrow. Right. Um, we'd play that way and he could go with four across here, be divine, Raskin, Lundstrom, or, yeah, or Jack, well, whoever's in, in there, yeah. you know, yeah. and you've got Tavani on the right. Mm. Then you look up front, you can balance that whatever way you want. You maybe go with two strikers, Seema, and Dessers, maybe you maybe go with them with Cantwell behind and give them a problem. 
because because of the way they can set up and you're saying to yourself well you've got to deal with let Devine go out to their first wide right player as in such you can, that means you can lock on because you've still got your back three in place and you've also got two defensive type mid midfield players in front you can shield that ball into the front men because they play two in behind the striker so you can do a wee things like that and I think it would be an ideal opportunity for him to try it with the personnel he's have, Leanne's right. I, I said it, I thought that's why Michael had bought John Souter in because I thought that's what they yeah. were looking to do anyway mm -hmm. with Davis as a natural left-sider. So it still gives you that balance, it gives you that a little bit more height as well, which may be important at set plays as we talked about because if you defend well and you, you work on you get set plays, you may be something that can win the game for you. So it may be an opportunity if we do that. And I just thought, listen to his interview, yeah. there's maybe something he may try. Okay. Bit more on Rangers shortly. We should have the Celtic team after the break. At half time, Feyenoord are two up against Lazio, and Barca are two up against Shakhtar. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 Let's go. Now, listen, you're always disappointed when you when you lose games, any game, and, and in particular at this level. But when when players are given their best. That's all you can ask. I think it's. Um, I think that the the Lazio game here was. It's just a real indication of the level that that you're at it, in in the Champions League. You know, we uh, played very well in the game, performed well, but yet just one moment at the end of the game, it costs you the points. So uh, that's just a reminder of the level, but it, it doesn't stop you. You know, being persistent and um, and, and looking to fight, and, and that's what we expect here. You know the. Fans expect us to to fight, to run, in order to play quality football, and that's that's the style of the, this team and how we want to play, and uh, we will continue to do that. Half time, two nil, Feyenoord, Leanne. We're going to have the team news very shortly. What do you think Celtic can do tonight? We would expect the Celtic team to be the one that you and Peter gave in the first hour. What do you think realistically tonight? Well, it's going to be tough. Take nothing yeah. away. Um, we've we've batted that about the whole yeah. night in terms of the quality of the opposition. But I mentioned that game at the weekend, and they were up against ten players. Atletico Madrid. Mm. I'm sure if Celtic have looked at that, they've analysed it. They've looked at the opportunities that Celtic Vigo had, chances created, moments in transition. It, there's big moments, and there will be big moments in the game tonight. It's how well Celtic handle the pressure and the occasion, and how well they execute. They might only get one or two really good chances tonight and if they come their way they have to take them they cannot pass them up the same way we've seen in recent years where it flies by Maida who's sliding in across the six yeah. you know it bypasses Abada at the back post or it hits off the post the way Callum McGregor did against Madrid but they'll back themselves tonight Celtic will 100% back themselves to get a result because they have done this far in the competition they did last year at the same stage but it's going to take every single player to be a 9 out of 10 yeah. and close to that tonight and it's going to take for Atletico Madrid to probably underestimate Celtic just a little bit and not perform at the levels that they can but I've got a feeling that Celtic can definitely get a result tonight Here's the Celtic team Hart, Johnson, Carter, Vickers, Scales and Taylor McGregor the captain, O'Reilly and Hatati, Maeda and Palma and Kyogo exactly as you both said on the bench Bain, Morrison, Lagabielka Phillips, of course, on loan. Yang, Turnbull, O, Tomoki, who scored at the weekend. Uh, Bernardo, who came on. Forrest, James Forrest, Ralston, and Mikey Johnson, who scored this time last week for for Ireland. So, Peter, 
no surprise. No surprise yeah. whatsoever, you know. It's just, as you say, these boys have been desperate to get out and play now. Yeah. That's, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's looking forward to it. You can't turn the newspaper over after the weekend <laughs> there that they're talking about this game. Fantastic opportunity to get us a top quality side. I don't think they'll underestimate it. I must admit, because of the manager that they have. You know, I think that's the difference. You know, if some guys get into it and they talk a good game, I think he spoke very well. He respects Celtic as a football club. He said it's one of the biggest names in world football. So you have to respect that at all times. And because they're involved in the Champions League all the time, you know, I think that's important. That's how you grow. That's why you get better. And I was just thinking earlier on, talking about Alistair Johnson, yeah. and the game will do an overlap, mm -hmm. you know, when he should have maybe sat at home. Yeah. The first goal also, if he's inside the post instead of outside the post, and this is when we're talking about the small details being so vital at this level, because if you don't do that inside job first, because he clears it off the line then, the header, but he's all of a sudden think, well, I'll go out with it. You've got to read that, that moment, and he got the, he made the wrong choice. He went to mark the player instead of get inside the post, and it cost him. And he's been brilliant since he came in the door. Yeah. You know, but there's the two moments that we're talking about concentration on a player whose concentration levels have been above and beyond because he came in and he has been excellent since he came in. Stephen's asking, what do you think, both of you? How is Matt O'Reilly going to do tonight? He's up against Koki, probably, whom you... Koki's a top-quality yep. player, but so is Matt. Yep. You know, and One that, and a half million. Yeah. MK Don. But, but that's what I'm saying. Well, yep. As I said to you, when, when he was a young player growing up, we knew what he could do. Mm -hmm. You see, the, the so biggest. That at, so that was at Fulham. Yeah, then, wasn't and the it? biggest yeah. thing, and lastly, and this, the biggest thing that's impressed me about Matt's game this season is against the ball, the amount of interceptions he's had, because we know what he can do on the ball. He's got that quality on the ball, and the amount of goals he scored. But the amount of balls it started it for me was at Ibrox in a period of time when you Celtic back four. You'd have never thought that'd been a back four that'd been represent sure. Celtic. The amount of balls he cut out. But then was careful with the first pass, as you talked about earlier on, Leanne, that it's okay intercepting it, but it's then making that right pass. I think he's been brilliant at that this season. And he'll have to do that exceptionally well tonight because that's where the likes of Griezmann and that pick up that little area where Marat stretching you and the ball drops in there. These are the sort of guys that find that space. So Matt, along with Callum, will need to pick up the areas. And we see, watch Lazio there, they didn't do it and they get punished. And that's when Celtic need to be at the top of their game and small incidents like that. Yeah, no, Matt O'Reilly's been outstanding this season and everything that Peter's touched on there. It'll just be interesting to see what type of performance Matt O'Reilly produces tonight because there's been so much of an emphasis on him being more attacking, getting in that opposition box. But if you don't get that end product, yeah. then the space is then left in behind. So whether Celtic look to have, you know, McGregor and Hitati more disciplined tonight, Hitati being the one that sits in and anchors with McGregor and gives um, O'Reilly that freedom to go and play but it's a big night for him it's a big opportunity but he's such a relaxed footballer <laughs> you know it's hard to believe he's as young as yeah. what he is yeah. because he, he looks so mature he's the way that he plays the way that he plays even yeah. the way he speaks and handles himself in the media very very grounded well he's an intelligent kid I said that to you when I knew him as a, obviously a kid he's an intelligent boy he loves his football he's a studier of the football as well ask questions about like it yourself he's, he's yeah. a, well he's interested in but you don't get many of them like no, that that's what, I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm going to say in modern day that's unusual yeah, they don't watch the game don't they watch don't it. understand no, it they wouldn't watch a game if it was out the back some of them you know and that, that you think to yourself really? that's quite oh yeah you wouldn't believe Paul. oh it's incredible now Paul you know yeah. seriously oh absolutely I don't, I don't know if that's because people think there's too much football on television then they're training and whatever but I loved it I can't get enough of it you know, ask Lorraine, she goes in another room out the road. <laughs> I've watched games for the night before because you watch everything, you try and tape things to watch it because you're out. 
because you just loved it because you always think you can learn yeah. and I think that's what the young players don't understand that you can learn from watching the top players okay. playing so a wee bit of colour in the background first out for Celtic to warm up was Greg Taylor Simeone he's been trackside and he's there in the black as always <laughs> yeah <laughs> who else Marata came out there looked as though he's got a cup of coffee and he stood for a picture with a young Celtic fan just there in the tunnel and I've got the team the Atletico team uh, we've it got it yeah. yeah so Oblak in goal of course DePaul Koke the captain Griezmann so this is the numbers the way they've given the team Niguez Savage Molina Gallen Morata Witzel and Hermoso I haven't got the bench just that's, that's yet a strong yeah. that's as strong as they can go is that go. a back yeah. three Peter? no, yeah. no I think he maybe go to a four again because so. of the injury is it a left mm -hmm. back it's yeah. injured so I don't know who will go to left yeah. back but that's as close as they'll get yeah. to their strongest Pilaqueta on the bench so I, thought the, he'd have played, yeah. I thought he'd have played at full back or that tonight that's because why I'm wondering injury. if they were possibly a three he, he that loves we'll that 4-4-2 four, four, because he loves mm -hmm. a four in the middle of the pitch and he knows he's got someone like Griezmann because it's difficult to mark Griezmann because mm -hmm. he doesn't play as a number 10 because if he gets marked in there he goes to that wee sort of half position between the full back and the centre back and between the wide player midfield player and he picks up the areas ever so well so it's difficult mm -hmm. to mark him because he creates spaces for everyone else I think you've just got to be aware of him but that shows me that Simone's coming here to try and win as well because that is as strong as he's going to get. There's not that, that and listen, it's a Champions League game, they all come to win, yeah. you know. But as I say, his organisation and experience that's in that group, you know, you can't get much more than that. It'd be interesting to see many European games. They guys have all Oof, played. Huge, huge number. Cameron Carter Vickers up against uh, Griezmann or the other way around I suppose this could be his biggest night for Celtic but Leanne what a signing he has been Brilliant. for Celtic eh? oh, top on drawer, loan and then... proper class real quality yeah. as well um, a similar calmness like I'm saying about yeah. Matt O'Reilly yeah. as well never never phased mm. never looks flustered never looks stressed rubs off in, in other people around him makes other people better rarely do you, do you speak about Cameron Carter Vickers based on big moments that he's recovered the ball yeah. because he, he's a bit like Van Dyke like that where he's never really in a lot of trouble I know we spoke about the Lazio game and the mistake which I think was different circumstances but nine times out of ten when you watch Cameron Carter-Vickers he's in control of everything he does and he's a step ahead and he's one of those players Peter he's two and three passes ahead he knows when he gets it or he wins it back or he regains possession where it's going next yeah. and that for these pressure moments and the pressure cooker of Celtic Park tonight they're going to need guys like him to be at the top of his game the secret of being a top player is do the simple things mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. and that's what he does he knows what he's good at and I think that's so so important he knows what he's good at he was a bit unfortunate in the last game as I said against Lazio because yeah. the ball sort of dropped in between his knees and just couldn't get it down sure. and that's what we're saying about people pounding on you to make you make that mistake so and he was just bad that's yeah. right try to move your feet within that so yep. we know he's a top quality player but listen in these big games you need your back four and your goalkeeper to be excellent UEFA have, you know how they show you how they think they'll line up. So uh, Celtic, no surprise, 4-3-3. Um, Atletico, 3-5-2. So yeah, that, that's what they're saying. Well, we've got our anyway. two wing-backs yeah. in, Paul. Who's that yeah. then? What's They've the got, position in the two-wide areas? Um, in fact, with that one there, I'm going to... That's just come up there, but actually, no, that's, I think that was a what they thought it might be because Athbilicueta is on the bench, so no... Yes. that's not exactly that's right that has saying. come up there because they the be think because of the fullback right. yeah. that's what I'm saying because the fullback yes. was out 
I'm saying yes. you put Ashley Blackwater because he can play right or left. Right, he did go the three five two in the last Champions League game, yeah. though. Yeah. When I looked through the fixtures and the yeah. way they had shaped the no, team, no, he's up, done so that, that was before. The, only reason. Oh, yeah. the lesson there is for me just to that. listen to you. Forget <laughs> all these stats that people send out. You get much more information Hope here. Hope you wait for trying to do what we do, though. Paul, Honestly, trying to predict it and get a step ahead of the that's game. That's what people tell us. You, you talk such sense and you know it. So, but you've got to watch it yeah. to do that, Paul. That's what we're talking about. You know, when you're looking at players, so the managers all know. Because they'll know if he's playing, they're playing a back three. Yeah. If he's playing, they'll be playing a back four. That's what they know. And then usually you have your assistant or whatever, the manager's watching the game, yeah. the assistant's watching the first 10 minutes, he's saying, right, what shape are they playing? What's Who's picking up what sort of areas? So it's not just a matter of sitting on the bench and watching the game at football when you're out yeah. there as a coach. There's a lot more goes into it than that. Peter, Rangers tomorrow night, how do you think? What what kind of scoreline do you think it's going to be? A great record in Europe. Sure, it's been a tough season. New manager in. Yeah, and I think it's a positive. Yep. I think it's a positive. Not, I'm not talking about the manager change. I'm just talking no, about the, at sure. the circumstances at this moment yep. in time, because on Saturday, obviously the, the supporters with the with the players, which is always vital. It doesn't matter, and they've got that quality. You think if they play at their best, they're getting a few boys back from injury, mm-hmm. but they have to play at their best again. We're talking about concentration levels, what they do against the ball, what shape they're going to do. But there's a, they seem to be a better feel round about. It seems as if everybody had all the negativity in the respect of that. And that, that's not all down to Michael. The players have got to take full responsibility for that as well, for not performing. And a bit unfortunate they had big players not available. But now you've got some of these guys coming back, which I'm sure Michael would have been delighted to have yep. at the time. But I think this the way the manager's been speaking, he's speaking very confidently. He's given him that, that brush of confidence himself. And I think that's always important. Because if a manager's going in there, and yep. I feel a wee bit trepidation. The players rub off that. Scoreline? What do you think? I think Ranger will get a draw tomorrow night. Okay. Score draw? Score draw. Okay. I think as well. Score yeah. draw. Yeah, I think for Philip Clement, if he can remain unbeaten uh, midweek and get himself to the weekend, he'll, he'll be doing well. It'll be a good start for him. And Celtic tonight, what do you reckon, Leanne? I know, just over an hour away from kick-off. What do you reckon? I'm going to go Celtic 2-1. 2-1 for Celtic? 2-1 Celtic. Peter, look I'll at smell of his face. They're going to get three yeah. points in competition and they're going to start. I'd settle um, for that now. Got yeah. up and running. It'll be tonight. Yeah, I'll settle for that. I mean, as I said, I, th- I went 1-1 one, one, mm-hmm. and I, I, if there was going to be a winner, unfortunately, I thought it was going to be Atletico with the quality they have because they always ask questions of you mm-hmm. and the experience they have around about them and the quality they have. Celtic will have to be their very best. You know, I think if they get a, a victory tonight, It'll be one of the most outstanding European performances in recent years. There's absolutely no doubt of that because they've been very, very close yep. and the night could be yeah, the night. Could be. They're setting up 4-4-2. Uh, UEFA have just changed what they said there. So it's basically okay. what you were saying for tonight. And uh, 2-1, you reckon? Who? Whose name would you say? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter actually. Who's no, that crystal ball? Who's that crystal ball? Listen, what Celtic have got yeah. is goals across the yeah. entire team. As yeah. much as we've spoken about Atletico Madrid and the quality that they've got, Celtic yeah. have got that as well. Sure. On their on their day, um, putting in the performance, they've had big chances in recent games, um, and it could come from anywhere. And guys like Peter won't yeah. be bothered where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> if it's five minutes into injury time, Absolutely. it could be Joe exactly. Hart up there. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> Don't give many set plays away. No, because he, that that the quality yeah. they've got in delivery and the height and the power they've got. Try not to give that away because you would hate to lose the game that way. If they outplay you, you know, and you've not made a mistake, you'll accept that. 
that you get to the game now all of us thanks so much thank you Leanne thanks keep, Paul keep him well good yes, form yes absolutely all good thank you great hopefully we'll see you next week Peter as well enjoy tonight thanks very much Rob it's a, <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> we're back at five looking forward to it see you then the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.